What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. What's Up Whittier? Dun-da-da-dun. I had to make the noise because uh, Remo, unfortunately, uh, got stuck in traffic and uh, he couldn't make it today. And hopefully it joins, in the, joins us, comes screeching around the corner and uh, comes through those doors to join us in this conversation where we have some special guests. Uh, we're on site location and uh, it's, it's been a while since hmm. I've been to a place uh, and now you guys are in a new, new location. And so it's, it's awesome to see the, the new location in person. And uh, at some point, we're going to have to taste some of this uh, delicious food. I was looking at the menu, and uh, too much good stuff to choose from. I mean, I think we could go through through a whole year and uh, try to, a bit. you know, take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that. But we still won't get through the menu, right? No, everything uh, in that meat case is on the menu. <laughs> every steak, every piece of fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with that said, if, uh, if you didn't recognize that voice and uh, your mouth is not watering yet, uh, I'll introduce you uh, to where we're at. We're at Orchards, a barbecue, grill, and we're with Troy and Debbie. Uh, welcome, guys. Hi. It's so nice to have you. Um, welcome. What's up, Whittier? We're here alive. And again, so happy to have you. So happy that we can be inside together yes. talking um, a little bit of some home that we brought to our community that we love dearly. And um, if you haven't heard, um, we're going to kind of tell you how we got started and why we got started, yes. and how this happened. And, and, of course, this is all audio, and Troy's looking at her like, what? Wow, I did. Wow, she's got it in her. Look at her go. We're going to learn some things about each other today, too. Yes, Even though yes. we've been married 30 years plus, um, we're going to learn some new things together. Yeah, we went to junior so, high together, so, so we've been you. together a long time. So thank you for being here. This is going to be great. It, it's uh, It'll definitely help, right? It's going to... It's going to make things better. It's, we're, it's we're, only going to add, and it's going to want people to come in and see, what did she say? Who is this guy? Who is she? What do they I didn't recognize him. Yeah. Wait, was this a therapy session, or is this a You, you can tell she's been hanging out with Casey Montoya an awful lot these days. Look at her go. That's my, my friend. Yeah. Okay, um, so, so for those that don't know who you are, uh, if you could just introduce yourselves, and then uh, tell us a little bit about, about your business, about the restaurant. Okay. Um, Yes, I'll go first. Um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Debbie Silva, and I moved to Whittier in 1972. Long-time Whittier resident. I went to Hoover. Uh, they went up to second grade. Then from there, I went to Longfellow. From Longfellow, Dexter Hornet. From there, went to Whittier High School, and that's where I met Troy. He sat behind me in Spanish class. And then um, that was it. Went to Rio Hondo, East L.A. College. USC, UCLA, and here I am. I did a little bit of teaching at Whittier Christian School. Um, been involved in lots of different projects throughout um, Montebello, East L.A., Whittier. Um, my family, so I grew up in a family business. So I'm Garen Guterres Mortuary, so I always had the heart for helping others. And wow. um, my major was actually gerontology. So, again, my heart's always been there for community and then Troy and I got married, which was, I don't want to sound corny, but the best thing that ever happened to me. Because together, what he brings and what I, we were able to do so much together. And that's kind of how we ended up coming up with this concept of orchards. So I'm going to pass it on to him now so he yeah. can kind of tell you. Who Troy is. Well, who he is, and then we'll get to this orchard story. Yeah, we'll get to how it started. Oh, I'm going to be boring after yeah. all that. Um, let's see, I moved to Whittier in 1976. Uh, went to middle school, fifth grade, then Dexter, then Whittier High, where I met this young lady. And uh, y'all agree, best thing that's ever happened to me. Well, it's hard to admit, but yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Um so where, so where did you come from when uh, you say you moved here to, uh, to Whittier? Where are you uh, from originally? Rosemead, uh, born in New Mexico, came from Rosemead. Um, yeah, my family wanted to get us out of the area we were in, so they yeah. wanted, they, they thought Whittier was the, the nice little... Uh, it's a family community, right? Yeah. 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 They saw my name on a wall. 
And they said, uh-uh, we're out of here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even write my name on the wall. Somebody else <laughs> with some little gang uh, put my name on a wall, and that was it. They said, yeah. no, we're out of here. Right. So, um, yeah, I didn't go. I didn't do the college route like this one. There was no SC, no UCLA. Uh, I, I went to meat cutter school, um, golf professional school. That's kind of what I did out of high school. Um, I was a golf pro. Nice. Um, Locally or? Uh, yeah, I was a local uh, club pro. Okay. Um, got in. Got started a little late, so we didn't do the whole um, college player type of thing. We just yeah. were just just a local go- uh, club pro. Gave a lot of lessons. A lot of late nights, yeah. uh, a little bit of traveling, and uh, I wasn't home much. I got two kids, we're not home much, and uh, Deb said, uh, we need to figure something out here. Yeah. And I said, well, I know two things. I know the meat business, and I know golf. So what do you want to do? And she came up with orchards. We're going to do this in our community, um, city of Whittier, and she was right again. I have to admit that. <laughs> She was right. I was wrong. And it's been a blessing. It's been great for everybody. How long has Orchards been around for? Uh, 18 years. Wow. Yeah. That long. Uh, we've been here two years, the old location at Blue Hills Nursery for 16 years. Yeah. 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 And, and again, I've I was I've been to your last location, and uh, or that was the last time I was there. When you say two years, I mean, it. time flew by. Obviously, we're in COVID yes. times. Yeah. Um, now that we're kind of back open somewhat and, and, and we're kind of somewhat back to normal uh, in terms of dining right um, I mean yes now you're able to see and kind of really uh, experience this new location which is a lot different than your last location yeah and we're not we're not even finished yet because we actually moved during the pandemic so we really didn't get to do what we wanted to do yeah um, we haven't brought the beer and wine in yet there's a couple of things we haven't done uh, bringing more retail but during the time of the move, there was a meat shortage. Restaurants were shut down. Yeah. And people wanted us to open ASAP because uh, they couldn't get meat anywhere. There was yeah. a shortage. And they were lined up out the door every day to get in here. And uh, so we just opened up as quick as, could, as, quick as we could. Yeah. And we still haven't really done, done it all yet. Yeah. I think we got about three or four months, and we're going to. When things get back to normal, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it upright. Nice. We still have more to come, more surprises to come. There you go. Stay um, tuned. Yeah, uh, I mean, the best part of having this is getting to meet so many people. I mean, so many people have touched our lives. So many of um, the kids, the staff that have worked here, have been become a part of the family. Yeah. It's almost like mentoring them, um, seeing the growth in them. Um, the relationships with the customers, um, finding out things people need, being able to surprise them with it quietly, um, the smiles. It's just, it's more than what I could have envisioned to have inside our community. And I hate to keep using that word community, but it's beyond Whittier. It's La Habra, it's Pico, it's Montebello, it, it's all over. And what we offer, you walk in, you see that meat case, anything in that meat case, we'll cut it the way you want it, we'll cook it the way you want it. Uh, you can't find it, we try to get it. But um, all in all, it's been great. So where does the uh, name Orchards come from? That was all Deb. you want to explain that one? So when I was teaching a community service class, our, one of our big units was learning about the history of Whittier. Mm. So we talked about a lot of the orchards, the walnuts, the avocados, the oranges. And my grandma lives um, in the heart of Whittier, and she actually had one of the old orange trees. Oh, nice. So um, I'm like, let's do, there was lots of orchards back in the day. Let's do orchard. Let's tie something in. And that's kind of how that came about. And then we just kind of evolved into more a restaurant. How did the burger thing start, oh. Troy? That's the best one. We ground our own beef. This is a good story. So we, were, we were not a restaurant. Okay. We were a deli. We made sandwiches. Is it, so the idea started with deli? No. It was oh, a no. market. It was supposed to be a produce market, meat market. Okay. okay so one day we, we put a grill out front, and we're going to grill samples. Uh-huh. This, we made handmade sausages, um, ground beef. So we started doing these samples for people. Uh-huh. So one day this guy says, hey, can you cook me a burger? And I was like, I can cook you a burger? I said, yeah, I can cook you a burger. Um, 
we sell hamburger buns. Yeah. We got lettuce and tomato in the dunce. All right, we're going to cook this man a burger. So we went over and we grilled him a burger outside. Just on a little grill. Yeah. Home grill. And that was our first burger. Somebody saw him eating it and says, hey, can I get one of those? So my thing is, if I think if you listen to your customers, yeah. tune out everything, just listen to what they want, what they're calling for, just follow that and you're going to be fine. Yeah. So we started cooking more and more. We ended up having a whole outside eating area. We had yeah. grills outside. And it got so popular that the health department said, uh, guys, you've gotten too big out yeah. there. <laughs> you have a long line. You, you, you need to move it inside or do something. You, know, you can't keep cooking outside. Yeah, yeah. Just, so we had, we'd ended up doing the indoor uh, kitchen, and it just expanded. People would say, hey, can you cook that steak for me in the case? And I said, sure. I'll cook anything. Nice. You know, and it just kind of grew from there. We, we weren't restaurant people. It just happened. Wow. Oh, now, we learned. We we oh. grabbed books. We were online. And we were doing everything we can to learn the industry and pick up, you know, whatever we could to make it happen. We wanted something good, but yet something simple. Come as you are. Simple comfort food. Um, I had an uncle that was the uh, the head chef at the old Velvet Turtles, so he kind of gave us some tips, too. No way. And uh, But it worked out because I hated the produce business. I mean, hated it. So we tore out all the produce and put seats. Wow. And expanded the kitchen, and now that's yeah, probably 60% of our business now. The meat is 40%, the kitchen's 60, and wow. it worked out. Then we started with our smokers and started no, barbecuing our meats, and that just kind of happened. And, and I was going to say, it's a whole process because it's not, it's not, I mean, when you're cooking a burger, it's one type of way of cooking it. Mm-hmm. You start talking about steaks, right? It's yes. a different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I remember your last location, I mean, you guys were doing, uh, I had a steak at that time. And so I'm like, man, I'm, I'm curious because you guys had it like, I mean, you're able to look over the counter and, and see what's happening. I'm like, I've never seen that uh, at a market or, or in your case, a deli. Um, but now that you're explaining exactly what the idea or how it started, now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, we figured everything in that meat case, it's cut already, ready to go. Yeah. Let's build a kitchen and cook it for them. Nice. So we either sell it raw or we sell it cooked. Yeah, yeah. So everything goes. There you go. In terms of the, the market, um, and, and the whole idea behind the Dalai, was it just more, was there like a need that you guys were going after, or, or was it something within you guys that said, you know what, we want to create like a, a more local kind of mom and pop shop uh, market? or, or, or was I think, it? yeah, I think we originally wanted to be the local butcher. Okay. Because there were, there were some back in the day. I think mm-hmm. there was Sorn and Bog. There was, a, I think, Town and Country Butcher. Um, so I just thought, well, we'll be the local butcher in Whittier, but then... Things started evolving, and here was, we are yeah. with the restaurant. It was and so hard. I mean, we came up there, then all of a sudden, um, Sprouts comes. And, I mean, all these places just started. Panera, is it going to affect our sandwiches? Costco, is it going to affect everything? Just started coming and coming and coming. And we just said, no, let's just let's just keep going, keep going. We're something different. Let's stick with it. Stick with it. Um and we just we just never gave up. It, it was it was very hard. I mean, it's seven days a week. We're nonstop. Um, luckily, he grew up in a family business. I did, so we kind of know no other yeah, way. We grew up working seven days a week. That's yeah. just what we, what we grew up with. Um, yeah, we just actually. I wanted to quit. I want to go back in the golf business, but she wouldn't let me. <laughs> She's yeah. like, "That's your hobby, not I a go, job." Hey, I'm was... getting out of school at three thirty, picking <laughs> up the kids, I taking them to beautiful sport. clothes, teaching somebody how to swing a stick with a piece of metal on it. And, make... and then he said, "What? What do you mean the boys are ten and 14? Yeah. <laughs> That's growing up. Yeah. Life goes too fast. Too Who's fast. this man walking exactly. past the front yeah, door? That's what it was like when I was in the golf business. So th- this worked out." Oh, that's awesome. That's but awesome. It's, it's, um, it's been good, and no doubt it's been challenging. Um, you get your ups and downs. but yeah. um, so, I mean, You can imagine what it's like working with her seven days a week. I mean, yeah. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, obviously, you guys say it's a family business. Um, you, you guys started as a family business. Uh, is the goal to kind of keep it as a family business, or at some point it's kind of you know, create something more of like, because I know you said community. And right now we're in Whittier, which is the only location you have. But is a goal to kind of create something more beyond that, or is it more just kind of really sticking to this location? Go ahead. <laughs> I see you itching it. Go ahead. No, you go. You go first. No, I, I think at one time maybe that was the goal, but uh-huh. now I no, no. I just uh, this, this is good enough for me. Yeah, this is this is good enough. And then we have we have a son that works here. Hopefully, he shows some interest in it. You uh, know. 
you know, maybe he'll get more involved and, and take over at some point. Yeah. Or we'll do a little split. We'll uh, we'll work three days a week. He'll work four. And yeah. You just kind of back up. But we'll never stop working. That's you'll what work we on, do. You'll work on your swing. Meanwhile, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's... Yeah. <laughs> get, get back in the house. She, look at her, she don't like that. No. <laughs> never, never going on the road again, huh? It was, it was a hard time. Yeah. But it worked out. Yeah, yeah. It, it worked out. Um, it would be nice, though, to have a little pop-up orchards here and there. But I think it wouldn't be the same. I mean, people drive here to see us. This is it. I mean, let's see what the future holds. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but all in all, this this location here... When we moved here, it was it was really hard letting go of the old place. Yeah, not for me, but okay. <laughs> At first, you know, I got sentimental because that's where we started and we made such a name for ourselves. Yeah. And then when we got this place, we literally gutted everything, and I had to get in my head the vision how to create this place yeah. because it wasn't going to repeat what we had. So feedback from customers. Yeah. were like, no, but I like the way you have the the look there, this and that, and I. I kept telling him, I can't make it look the same. This is going to be more modern. It's going to be a completely different look. But the quality is going to be the same. Service is going to be the same. So when um, we were creating all this, we kept everything a secret, colors, everything a secret. And to get the feedback when we opened it and watched the awe and everybody, it just made everything okay. And this was the best move ever. Nice. Yeah, because the last location, you guys had a nursery right next door, mm-hmm. which was kind of, for me, uh, driving past it, it was always hard to recognize it as a place I could go either get a piece of meat or even eat, right? Um, it wasn't until somebody had mentioned, like, have you not had bar or, or steak? The little like, secret. Yeah. Which was, which was, which was which little Which was good. Uh, as long as, it's like when you go travel somewhere, right? Like, oh, you got to go eat where the locals eat, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you almost want to have it, you know, in front of everybody's face. And like, you know, this yeah. is this is something to stop by. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of, you know, uh, for mine, a little awkward. But uh, once you kind of got going, it's like, it works, you know? It, you know, something yeah, different. You kind of had to know we were there. Yeah. That we was, were tucked was, in. Yeah. We were this hidden. location, we're right on the corner. We're so visible on these big, uh, the, the signs yeah. um, light up like a casino at night. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're, we're more visible. We have a, a signal now. Yeah. I don't have to see people pulling out into Whittier <laughs> Boulevard, getting hit. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm happy here. Yeah. I love That's it here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Again, congratulations on your new space. Uh, uh, you know, definitely something different, mm-hmm. a new location. And uh, let's see what happens, uh, obviously, next year in terms of. Uh, you know, yeah. once we get everybody back to normal, back to normal. Right? that's why we're going to wait on the beer and wine until yeah. maybe March, April. Let's make sure where this COVID thing is going. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll 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 do what we really want to do. So let's talk about the food. So um, obviously, you guys have a full uh, deli case full of meat. Um, is there anything you guys kind of specialize in terms of uh, uh, kind of take home type of cuts or, or specific types of meats or? I think we're the only ones in the area, I would say probably 15, 20 miles, that, that our main feature is prime grated beef. It's, it's, it's the highest quality of beef you can get, and we get it from Harris Ranch. Oh, wow. So, and that's a well-known uh, top-quality meat producer. So. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the deli is the boar's head, which is the best deli product you can get. Yeah. Fresh fish. Fresh fish. Um, we don't keep it in a fish case anymore. We keep it... Um, in the back in a cooler. Okay. And we custom cut it for you. Oh, nice. So we bring it out, cut it. It stays a little fresher and it's a little more custom. Nice. Is there anything on the meats that you say, man, these like fly off the shelf constantly and we have to like, you know, keep stocking up or, or people walk in and ask for the specific cut or... or we, we have a couple cuts that you don't find anywhere and, th- and those are real popular. Um, the, the hanger steak, something new. Uh, we did flat irons. I think most places it's the prime graded. Okay. That that's kind of hard to find. And if you were to go to um, Bristol Farms or somewhere that has prime graded meats yeah. in Pasadena or Newport Beach area, it's going to cost probably about forty percent more than we're selling it for. So. Plus the gas. Plus the gas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then a prepared meatloaf. 
Yes, there's some prepared. We have the fajitas, we have the meatloaf, we have the asada, we have the chicken. So we have different marinades, kebabs that um, really save a mom. And the sausages, we make them here fresh, we crank them out. I was going to say, I was waiting for you to speak about the sausages because I know that's something that's very unique. Um, You talked about, before we get to the sausage, you talked about the food that's prepared. Is that stuff that's prepared for somebody to go and grill and, and kind of cook? Or is it already cooked and then usually We have both. We have some okay. they can take home to prepare, and then we have our cooked meats in the deli, which are tri-tip meals, um, baby back meals, um, smoked, whole smoked chicken, pulled chicken, pulled pork meals. Um, meat smokers, yeah. we got meat smokers meat running smokers. every day, nice. all day. We have homemade barbecue sauce. We have about four to five in-house homemade salads with our own recipe. Um, our veggie salad is um, is a hit. Actually, Troy came up with that one, and he doesn't like vegetables, so that really just shocked me. <laughs> he's a meat, he's a carnivore, right? Yeah, he's he a, did. Yes. It's, it's literally all nice, all him. Um, and then, oh, don't forget, we have our um, in-house homemade beef jerky. Beef jerky, wow. So let's get into that beef jerky and then the sausage you said. Is the sausage also made here uh, fresh or is it uh, yeah, something? Everything's that... fresh. Uh, even the, the ground beef patties, the hamburgers that we serve in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, we grind the meat ourselves here. We stamp them into patties. Never frozen. I think that makes a difference. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice and fresh. And they're big. Nice. They're juicy. They're thick and juicy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, sausages, we crank them out here. We got an old fashioned hand cranker. That's what we're doing no back way, here. really? Yeah. What's uh, do you guys? What are the types of sausages do you guys uh, carry? Let's see, um, andouille, hot Italian, sweet Italian, do a breakfast sausage, uh, chipotle, chicken fiesta, chicken fiesta. Which was the one French that flies, Which was the one that flies off the shelf that you're constantly having to? The one I forgot to mention, bratwurst. Okay. Brat, bratwurst <laughs> goes quick. Uh, the really? Italian sausages go fast. Wow. Yeah. wow. And then we do some in pork, some in chicken. Nice. Yeah. She's got a good spread. Yeah. How do how do you guys keep up with all this stuff? I mean, because that's a uh, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know what? We haven't talked about the staff. Oh, they're we got, amazing. We got a good staff. They're young kids. Okay, we like college kids. We got a couple of high schoolers, but they they are amazing. It's like, it's like we have twelve, fifteen new nieces and nephews. That that's how close we are as as a group. Yeah, and uh, it's it's amazing. But they do. Deb and I will be gone for two days sometime. We'll sneak out here for a couple of days, and we just look at each other and laugh. We got kids running the place. Yeah, I mean kids, and they're doing they, and they they do it. Yeah, it's, it's it, amazing. It, and it's literally repetition. Like if they're your kids at home, we yeah. sit there and go, you know, and everything. Walk through, um, taste it, eat it, look at it. Know it when you see it, just like just like at home when you're getting ready or you need something to do at home. Everything just I look at it. Nice. Um, that's just kind of how we train them and teach them. Um, if you see something empty, fill it. If it doesn't look right, toss it. Um, if you don't know how to do it, let's learn it. And and we just kind of go from there, and they all learn, and they show each other, and then they teach the next one. I mean, even like right now as we're talking, they're just all going about something. Um, don't they? They don't need a manual, although I do have a survivor's guide back there. <laughs> it's about this thick, an alphabet order. Anything that could go wrong? Break, break they, here yeah, in case of exactly. emergency. Look up yeah. and it's in there somewhere. I mean, they literally just look up whatever it is, and it'll show how thick to slice something, yeah. how to repair something, who to call. Um, That's funny. How yeah, to my make. thing with them is I always tell them, if you wouldn't serve it up to your mother or grandmother, don't serve it up here. Nice. So be honest with the customer. Say, you yeah. know what? We're not up to par on this one. Give us a minute. Let me make you something fresh. Yeah. Let me make you something that doesn't look right or yeah. presentation isn't good. We'll fix it up before it yeah. goes out. But, but we don't send anything out that's not up to high standards. And I'm glad you say that because you don't hear that more, like yeah. often, especially now. To. Like everything's so processed and, and, you know, this is the way things go. Efficiency in and out and yeah. turn tables and blah, blah. And you lose that, right? You lose that whole like uh, – uh, I say customer service. I mean, it's really giving customer service to to clients uh, and putting an expectation, you know? Yeah. I mean, things do take a lot longer here because everything is fresh. Nothing's um, pre-made. Everything is cooked to order. So Mm -hmm. the meat, the burgers, everything takes a little longer. It's cooked to order. The tri-tip, when you order it, it's sliced to order. It's not sliced sitting there. We have to slice everything and and go from there. from from the au jus making that fresh to our 
our house-made ranch dressing. Oh, wow. Everything is is fresh-made. Nice. And the, the chopping of all the um, that goes in the salads, that's fresh two to three times a day. Not wow. once a day, two to three times a day. Yeah. So is the salad called have your name after it? The Troy's Killer Salad, or is it Veggie Salad? (laughs) I'm the carnivore. (laughs) (laughs) Veggie Salad. It's literally called Veggie Salad. Troy's non-carnivore salad. (laughs) (laughs) True story. He wanted to go healthy once, and he ate a bunch of I don't know where I was. He ate a bunch of fruit and vegetable. Next thing of that night, we were in ER. (laughs) He got sick. Uh Oh, never again. No salad. I go healthy, and I'm going to go a whole day and just eat. Uh, fruits and vegetables. Yeah. See what happens. I end up in ER. Oh. This body thrives on grease, apparently. <laughs> and anything too healthy, it, it puts me in the hospital. It goes, and uh, it's funny because I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. I'm complete opposite. That's why we work <laughs> so well together. So, so going into the menu, um, what would you like? What's your go-to? Do you have a go-to? Like, if you're if you're grabbing something here, my go-to is the smoked chicken salad sandwich. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, actually, that one was mine. I think. And that's what I go to right away because um, it's healthy, it's quick, and it's it's good. I put it on our squaw bread. Oh, wow. I like that. Um, I'll do that, or I'll do the pulled chicken with the mild barbecue sauce. Pulled chicken, which is, again, you talked about a, a chicken salad, which is always, uh, at least for me, anytime you're doing that kind of combination, it's it sounds simple, but it's it's like a, a egg salad sandwich. Like it's, it's hard to pull off, you know? Um, and I haven't had a, a great one where I could say this is a place to go, but uh, if you if you're able to kind of put those together and it works, it, that's one. The other is the bread. Yeah, bread is key on any sandwich. Uh, so I'm glad you said squaw because yeah, that's squaw. Like one of my favorite breads. Squaw's <laughs> my squaw's my go-to with pretty much any sandwich here. Oh, nice. That's what nice. I'll do. And then if we're really really busy, I don't have time to eat. I'll just grab that squaw, slice piece piece of pepper jack cheese. Throw it in the warmer, and I'll have my melted cheese with toast. Nice. Troy, what's your go-to? Do you have a go-to here? This is going to sound strange coming from the carnivore, but <laughs> the last six months, it's been the fish and chips. Fish and chips. That's right. Yeah. I've had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about that because, again, you talk about uh, uh, a meat. And I know when you talk about meat and, and uh, you know, essentially like a, a deli case full of meat, at least for me, it's always fish is like never the... I never mix those two, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. At least in my thoughts, right? Either you go to a fish place because you get your your fish, or you're gonna go get your meat uh, somewhere else. But uh, fish and chips at your last location, I've had it, and I'm like, why does like how how does that work? You know? Well, I mean, there's some people that don't eat meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very few, but there's some. So we we try to come up with some items that uh, are for the non-carnivores. Yeah. And surprisingly, I found out that uh, I love fish and chips. Is it a beer batter or was it beer a batter? Nice. Yeah, and we make our own tartar sauce. That was a that was the one that got me the tartar sauce, and it's the same thing. Like um, for fish and chips, obviously, it's key that you have a good tartar sauce. And again, not everybody has a good one, and, and having that right combination. So I'm glad you guys uh, figured that one out because <laughs> it's always a challenge. In terms of the the, uh, I know you guys have a full glass or or a full case of drinks, uh, at least for now, that are non non alcoholic. Do you guys have anything that kind of flies off the shelf? Uh, the old school ones, uh, the bubble, bubble ups, uh, okay, the dad's root beer, yeah. And for the for the younger people, <laughs> in, in, anything with a pretty bottle and a pretty color, nice. those go pretty good. I mean, you guys have a big selection of root beer. I mean, I'm obviously drinking the uh, Saranac one, uh, and uh, I got it because it one it had a really old date on it, 1888, and it said world famous, so. Yeah. I mean, it must be good, right? So, how uh, was it? It's real. I like it's it. Good. We've only it, had that one for about two months. I've actually never had it, but they make a very good Shirley Temple. That's what your that's what your employee was telling me. Like, if you like that one, you'll like this one. Um, but again, it's a big selection that you guys got going on. I'm glad you guys have something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's rough quality controlling all this stuff. It's yeah. really it's really <laughs> tough. You know, every day. I so who does the sampling? Is he it you? Does, yeah, I, he I does do. it all. Belly's expanding as as we're getting older, and and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Somebody's got to do it. Exactly. Make sure things are coming out right. Um, in terms of uh, the, um, obviously, you guys are very involved with the community. You're mentioning community and obviously how far yeah. that spreads. Um, obviously, I follow you guys on Instagram uh, and, and everything you guys have done, at least throughout the year. Um, I mean, you guys are doing a lot. Uh, I know you guys are busy, super busy with, with obviously your business. Um, 
but obviously you got so many other things going on at the same time. I don't know how you guys keep up with everything, but uh, let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about what you guys have done so far, and 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 what you guys got coming up uh, in terms of uh, you know towards the end of this year. Well, today we're we're doing a Dan Martin celebration. I don't know if you remember Dan Martin, the guy on the yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah. Danny. Um, unfortunately, two years since he he passed. Oh, Anniversary yeah. today. Um, so that we got a little flower thing going then we're going to head over to Leffingwell Park and place the flowers over there because that's where he used to speed the squirrels we just got d- done doing the toy drive for LA County Sheriff Alex Villanueva mm-hmm. good friend of ours uh, and his wife um, we're involved in the big stuff is Fix and Fido's that's Casey Montoya's foundation mm-hmm. with Channel 5 and Library Foundation we're on that go ahead take over Deb there. <laughs> She's like, let me try to figure out what the whole list, because again, you guys do a lot for the community. We were, we, yeah, we were kind of talking about that because there's so much we do that we don't put out there, or we don't, we, we just kind of do it. We hear of something and then we say, what can we do? Um, recently, we gave Whittier PD over a hundred backpacks with stuffed animals, glow sticks, and coloring books that they can have in their vehicles to give to um, children that are going into domestic or some type of issue. So we su- um, supplied them with that. Um, we've collected um, blankets for cold weather shelters. We've done um, canned food drives um, quietly and taken them out to local families, local cold um, weather shelter churches, different places in need. Um, Boys and Girls Club, we actively give. And PIH, we actively give. Um, I'm real involved in Children's Hospital, that we um, take part in that. I'm trying to think of all the different stuff. Um, There's lots throughout the community. There's families that are in need of food for the holidays, so we supply them with ham and some side meals. Um, We hear somebody is missing a bike, got a bike stolen. We'll pull together, get it, and quietly, what do you call that, instant message them? Mm-hmm. To if they can come to orchards for lunch, and we'll surprise them with whatever they've had. That's awesome. Taken from them. Um, oh, the three thousand pepper sprays. <laughs> oh yes, we gave out over three thousand pepper sprays. I, I read somewhere where a young lady, young mother, single mother, got uh, threatened, almost assaulted out in the streets, waiting for her bus to go to work, and wow. I was so infuriated that. Uh, we came up with the pepper sprays to give any woman who wants one a pepper spray. That's awesome. Yeah, I think everything first started when we were starting to build the old orchards and really got to know Dan. We did a complete home makeover for him. Built him a patio deck. That one. Um, he had the nicest motorhome in the place when we got done. Nice. Got him the ramp, redid the inside of the house. I made everything handicap access, and that's kind of how we started. And then from there, we just started saying, what can we do for somebody for something, and just went from there. I mean, there's so but many there different things. examples of people that I, I saw, what we both saw yeah. um, when we first opened up. The first one for me, I think, was Marsha Antonelli. Um, Names from the past. That's the uh, Don Alvarado. Don Alvarado. He was at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, uh, Kurt James. He owned Toyota Whittier. Um, Richard Annette Atwood. These are people in our community that were constantly giving of their time and money. Yeah. Um, money's easy to me if you have it. Easy yeah. to give money, but how much of your time and effort are you going to give too? So it's a combination of the bo- of both of those things. Yeah. And those four people kind of can influence me that we need to keep yeah. this going. And it, again, I, I uh, it's always hard to speak about everything that you're doing because you don't want to come off as somebody who's like, oh, look at me, right? Yep. It's more of like, oh. you know, keep it, you know, simple. But but I'm glad you guys are speaking about it because uh, you hear about businesses that are coming and, and big businesses, right? Like like uh, uh, chain type uh, businesses uh, that that want to establish themselves in a community, and that's usually the what happens is that they want to kind of start doing this and start doing that. Without really knowing the or ha- understanding the need yeah. of what the community needs, right? Uh, but you guys obviously being here and having your roots kind of set here, mm-hmm. uh, you totally understand. Uh, obviously, from the business side is one thing, but also what the need of the community is and being mm-hmm. able to fulfill that. Because um, you're right, money could go so far, and, and you could you know essentially do as much as you can with that. 
But once you start putting the time and effort, um, and even putting, you know, the bringing the community together to try to do some of this stuff is a big challenge. Yeah. And uh, as 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 Whittierites, right? It's uh, mm-hmm. we have such a strong uh, community involvement. You take pride in that community. And uh, and I obviously you guys are, ju- are are essentially a hub for being able to kind of spearhead some of this stuff. So thank you guys for being part of that and, and kind of pushing that together. And for those of you that don't know and, and are listening, if, obviously if you guys want to hand, uh, uh, come and volunteer and kind of help out, I know you guys have kind of put it out there too that uh, you guys are willing to obviously uh, support that too. So thank you guys again. Anything else that you guys have that you guys want to speak about that's kind of coming or or even for next year that you guys have planned uh, in terms of something that kind of have the community keep their eye on out or or, uh, or there's anything you guys are looking for the community to kind of help out with? Um, I know you guys just did a toy drive and that was big, uh, but is, is that uh, is that something you guys are doing every year and and, and and looking to kind of keep going with it or, or something I different. I hate to get political, uh, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go here a little bit. Um, for me personally, I think Deb's on board with this. Um, I'd like to get Sheriff Alex Villanueva reelected. Um, I'm a public health and safety guy. That's my thing. Um, oh boy, I'm gonna. This one's gonna be tough, but uh, it's got to be done. I think we need to recall George Gascon, and we're going to be involved in that coming up. And I'll stop there with politics because yeah, yeah. I, I can go deep into Whittier. And we, and we could go, I mean, we could go deep with it, uh, but I'm glad you mentioned it because it, it's definitely those two uh, big events. I say events because obviously they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're not just here in Whittier, but countywide, right? It's a, it's a big uh, decision. Um, it's a big decision that gets done at an overall scale. That affects a local community like ours, right? Yes. Um, which is very important. I mean, we talked about Gascon. You know, I mean, we talk about, you know, the shootings that we've had and, and, and how um, everything kind of comes exactly. together. And we experience and things here daily. I was we just ex- going to say, I'm sorry. It, it's no secret Whittier is, is changing. The dynamics are changing. And unless we all stand up and stick together and let our voices be heard. Yeah. Change isn't going to happen. I mean, I've had three incidents where I've had three close calls with myself getting injured. Mm-hmm. And it's got to stop. Yeah. So if it means we had our business broken into, next door I had it three times. They broke in today. We had a guy with a knife in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had several incidents. And the community was so supportive. But we need everyone from our leaders to open their eyes, get the help we need, listen to the community, stand strong together, let's unite, let's be each other's eyes, and let's hear what each other has to offer for a solution. Because the everyday people that walk in this store have excellent ideas and want to get involved to protect this community, but they're not being listened to. And that's kind of my next movement for this coming year is to get those people together, present their ideas, and let's get a solution as a community. And let's stay. Let's keep Whittier prettier. There you go. And again, and that's a goal. I think we're all in the same boat, right? We all want a better community. When you said earlier that, you know, you had your family move over here uh, because it was – it's a family town. Mm-hmm. That's the same reason why we moved out That's here. My, right? It's it's get out of a place where it's no good or, or not going in the right direction and come to a community that's obviously more family friendly. Um, and, you know, again, you want to be able to have those opportunities for everybody. Right. But it's not going to be there if uh, we keep going the way we're going. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um Anything else you guys want to speak of in terms of events or anything special coming up? Do you guys have any like um, like uh, special events? Like I know we're kind of still far away from Valentine's Day, but you know, like, is there any kind of seasonal stuff you guys kind of put together that you guys uh, are working on? Or well, we, about? in a lot of ways, we are a seasonal business when it comes to the meat department. So, like Christmas, New Year's are yeah. our busy times. When uh, he said Valentine's Day, we make heart shaped steaks. No way, really. Heart shaped ribeyes, those things are getting very popular. Hope the wife's not listening. Uh, we'll, we'll oh, take you're going to get one. You're <laughs> well, getting a heart shaped ribeye. She's, she's like, well, is it for me or for you? <laughs> it's for both. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, we do um, the annual. Uh, Casey, Deb and Casey have gotten to be really close, so we were on the Fix and Fido's Foundation. Well, there's only three of us. I think it's just 
you know, me and Casey. Yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. So that takes up a lot of our time. Yeah. And she always has events going on. And as things come up through the year, we just kind of, it just happens. Something comes up in February or it just comes up. We announce that we decide to do something. Um, like during the pandemic, when it hit so hard, we were up oh. at night saying, what can we do? What can we do? We said, we've got sandwiches. We can at least feed people. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, how we, we ended the, up doing What did we do? 30,000 sandwiches in a month. We yeah, no, I saw it, yeah. So, oh, yeah. A, a week. Um, yeah, crazy. So and then I qualified hard. for some grant money. And I thought, well, I'm actually one of the few businesses that are doing really well in the pandemic because yeah. the meats were selling like crazy. So we used that money for other businesses that didn't qualify for the grants. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, we're hurting. So we, we bought a whole lot of stuff from Cisco Foods. Yeah. Got great deals on it because the restaurants were closed, so they had nice. no one to sell yeah. it to. Yeah. Yeah. So we got great deals, and we went around traveling around giving out things. But uh, And, and uh, again, uh point out obviously is that you were helping other restaurant businesses uh with their own supplies to be able to keep running through the shutdown which is big people listening might say ah, it's you know it's not that big if you're kind of breaking it down to a lot of little businesses but if you're when you're on the other side of that fence and you're running a business anything helps um and i know we were all kind of in that boat we're like you know making sure that we're gonna survive not just through the year, but I, I, like on a daily basis, yeah. I have friends yeah. that own restaurants, and they they were scared, they were hurting, yeah. and um, I was fortunate. I, I called it survivor's guilt almost because we were doing so well during the pandemic, and other people weren't. So, just want to do what we can yeah, yeah. to help. That's awesome. Again, uh, thank you guys for for doing that. But, um, I mean, no, I don't want to offend anybody else, but when it comes to to, to giving. It's it, it's not about marketing for us. We don't do it to market ourselves or the or the business. We kind of try to keep it quiet, yeah. anonymous when we can. Sometimes it gets out there and that's fine, but it's not about marketing or a tax write off for us. It's just about doing the right thing. It's about community, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, so so. I, I'm in my mind. I'm still uh, reminded about the how you guys met. Uh, so who was a better uh, Eng- uh, Spanish uh, student? Oh, she was. <laughs> By far, she was. So I were had, you copying off her? Uh... I had to do. My, I did my preguntas. That was the big thing. Uh, I just I couldn't concentrate in Spanish class because I sat behind this cute girl, <laughs> and her hair smelled so good. Nice. I remember that. I was he just said. constantly distracted. Yeah. So did you take that class just because of that, or was it more? No. Of a, that was our first class was we ended first, up together yeah, in. We went no way, to junior really. high together. We never had a class in two years. We had freshman year at Whittier High. We never had a class together, and then all of a sudden, Spanish class. They put me right behind her. Nice. And he actually lived like down the street from me. No We way. lived like two minutes away. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. And obviously you guys said you guys have kids now. Uh, how big is the family? Uh, two boys. Uh, 28 20. and 24. <laughs> 24? <laughs> yes. Wow. Who, who's, you're like, who's that man coming through <laughs> yes. the door again? <laughs> 20 yeah. and 24. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm lucky. You know, not too many people actually get to marry their high school crush, and, yeah. I, and I did. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. a lucky guy. And, again, it's uh, obviously in business together, which is yes. obviously for most couples, it's a challenge also. Go for right? us, too. Um, <laughs> and you should see our office. It's, like, so small. And we were just talking about that. I go, we live together. We work together. Yeah. We Everything's together. Now, here's a big question. Do you guys take lunch together? Yes, we yeah, do. Most of the time, <laughs> yes, we yes. do. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, when it gets a little intense, I hang out in the meat department. She hangs out <laughs> in the kitchen. I was going to say, who, who's, do you guys have roles in terms of like, you know, you handle this side and I handle that side, or is it more of a let's yeah. let's run around and? I think she had Dev's Dev's more in the deli kitchen. Yeah. Okay. And I'm kind of stay over in my lane over there like in the I'll, meat. I'll stay out of your way. We'll just, you know, <laughs> I'll do the payroll, that kind of stuff, yeah. and she handles the, the kitchen. And yeah. I'll literally yell, get out of my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a dishwasher here at Orchards, but not at home. That's the one I always throw at him. So you're the dishwasher machine <laughs> at home? Yeah. You know, I, 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 will, I will clean here. <laughs> I will cook. I will I will do dishes. Yeah, um, yeah at, at home, I'm pretty... I'm, I'm, See, that's what I tell the wife. It's like, you know, I'm good at, I'm not like the best cook, like cooking, cooking, but I could grill. I could barbecue. It's a guy thing. Um, we and, grill and we think we're. Right? And it's like. I almost uh, said a word I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's like, uh, so that's one of those things where, like, well, as long as we have a grill and we're, that's what we're eating all week, I'm there. But of course, we can't, you know, we can't be eating, uh, steaks every day, so it's kind of hard. But, uh, but yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you know, we were always, it's always a debate. Um, yeah. I think, uh, for you, from your end, it's a little tough because you have a grill here at work and at home, so, uh. Well, you know, we got, I think what we do mostly now is we actually grill our, our dinner here. Oh, nice. And we take it take home. It to go. Yeah. So nice. we never cook in our kitchen anymore. Very cool. We just cook it here. Nice. Yeah, I think I kind of started doing that almost a year now. I try to prep my meals here. So and I'll send it either home with our son ahead of time or we take it home. And that way we just go home. It's already cooked and we enjoy it. And that that's helped a lot. Okay, yeah. the funny thing is sometimes we're so busy here, we forget to cook our meals here. We're hungry on the way home. And our go-to meal on the way home, and we have burgers here all day long. I go to Rick's Burgers. Really? Love yeah. it. Nice. I'm yes. like, go to the drive-thru at Rick's yeah. Burgers, and I, I keep thinking to myself, well, we serve hamburgers all day long, and here I am buying hamburgers <laughs> at Rick's Burgers. But we grew up at Rick's Burgers. That was our high school hangout. Was it? I was going to say, school. when you're you're close to that place and you're in high school, I mean, it's you're going to spend all day there, right? I mean, it's uh, if you're not mm-hmm. in school, you're at Rick's. Um it. Have you ever tried driving through the the drive through and handing him a burger and you take like an exchange <laughs> like, a, like here, let's, let's swap? Uh, no, that's a good idea. Actually, I think their burgers are pretty good. And their chili cheese fries. You oh, love their the chili, chili cheese fries. fries. I get their tacos. Real, I like their tacos. Yes. But my favorite restaurant, favorite. You can offer me Del Rey, Mastro Steakhouse. My favorite restaurant is King Taco, and hopefully there's a King Taco in Whittier before I die. I want to see a King Taco here. Uh, obviously, you've been around uh, for a while so, or a long time here in Whittier, and so um, I, there was there was talks about it, mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately, they just couldn't come to an agreement. Uh, and uh, but uh, we'll throw the vibes out there, right? Uh, yes. And whoever's listening, if you could make it happen, make it happen. Let's hope for it. And, King Taco. Uh, we'll help them open. We'll, we'll put it. We'll keep them in business. I know. <laughs> I'll say just put it close to home, so we're not having to. Uh, to drive too far. Well, no. <laughs> no, Pico's not far. We go to Pico once in a while. Yeah. But, but in Whittier would be kind of cool. And I think one of the family members lives in Whittier. They live local. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I take that over and in and out. It's, uh, Me too. Yeah, it's... Uh, mm-hmm. The red chili? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, your it, eyes could be watering, your nose could be running, and you just can't stop pouring that red chili on and that And it's burrito. one of those things where I tell the wife, I'm like, we, you got to figure out how to... Because she's a really good cook, and... Um, I'm like, you got to reverse engineer this thing, like figure out how to make it. Cause, uh, this thing, I mean, once you find the secret sauce, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, you could do, put it on anything, right? It's, yeah. uh, uh, that's awesome. We need to hire one of their employees, I think. Yeah, no. That's how we get the secret. <laughs> you guys, you guys have a dining plate, uh, indoor dining. You guys have outdoor dining. Um, obviously we just see a family walk out. Uh, is it, you, do you see more families kind of hanging out? More often, or is it more of a kind of a, a you know we've lunch always crowd been a, or a family? Well, it's mo- mostly a lunch crowd thing right now. Lunch crowd is really busy, and then we have you know quiet time, which gives us time to prep for the evening dinners. But mostly family place, which kind of worries me sometimes about bringing the beer and wine back in. Yeah, you know, I don't want this to be. I don't want people to be uncomfortable. Yeah, um, especially with the COVID, some people are you know yeah. still uncomfortable in big gatherings, especially you get a couple guys that are so. So happy and yeah. and the, I love you, bro. Kind of stuff going yeah. on. So, um, it's, it's it's a balance. Yeah. But I, I think we'll handle it just fine. Yeah. In terms of the uh, obviously, we talked about the food and what you guys got going on. Um, the uh, you talked about the beer and wine that's potentially going to come around next year. Um, any new big changes that you guys kind of foresee or you guys can speak about now or um, that we could kind of start expecting and looking out for. Yeah, we're going to bring the, the retail wall in here. We'll get back to the, because we sold quite a, bit, a little bit of retail, the breads and the candies. That's right. More the candy. candies. Yeah. We got away from that for a little bit during the pandemic. And more Orchards merchandise. Okay. Right now we just have our shirts, but people are requesting other items, so I think we might put a little spin on that and have some fun things. Oh, I need the 4XL for that one guy. And he the wants 4XL. shirts and 4XL badly. I've got that on my list for the first of the year. <laughs> Special orders. Special yeah. orders. Did we get the beer and wine at the old place? Yeah. But then during the pandemic when we moved over here, we thought we'd wait. Yeah. We'd just wait a while and see yeah. the right timing it, to bring it back. And, you, uh, you know, you mentioned about, like, trying to keep that, that family atmosphere and how, you know, beer and wine could potentially, potentially 
uh, change that. But I'm actually the opposite. Like, you know, um, you know, I've been around with, with businesses. And my office is in Uptown. So being around these businesses that all of them are trying to get these beer and wine. Um, and obviously for several reasons. One is the, the big competition, right? Making sure that they're able to compete with their neighbor next door. Um, but, but really it's like when you have families or, or even like uh, adults who are out having a bite, there's some foods that you want to enjoy with the cold beer yes. Or, yes. or a wine, I right? Agree. Like there's a pairing to it. Yeah, our thing here was uh, uh, burgers with the beer, yep. um, steak with a glass of wine. Yep. Uh, and, and it does go together. And I mean, just don't, we, just, we just don't want it to be yeah. out of hand, I think. But it, I think it, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's one of those things where obviously it's creating, creating that experience, right? Making yeah. sure that when they come in, uh, they still remember, you know, the old place. Old place meaning the atmosphere where mm-hmm. you guys were having it in terms of the meals and so forth, and then now having it here, having that consistency, right? Um, so not not that I'm trying to twist your arm, but uh, I think it's it's a right move. <laughs> yeah, we're thinking uh, March, April. Nice, nice. Yeah, we'll bring it back. Bring it cool. back right for spring. Get it going. Get the right balance going, and slowly introduce it, and it'll be fine. Hopefully, I'll get back to normal by then. That's right. That's right. So anything else you guys want to go through that, that we've missed in terms of, uh, uh, again, events or what you guys are planning or something that I, uh, any details I missed? Yeah. Anything coming out of the library? Um. Well, speaking of library, Norman Thiele Kirschenbaum, great people. They, they, they lead by example, and they've been a big influence on us. Yeah. Yes, they have been wonderful. There's so many good people out there. So many that have, if it wasn't for them, the encouraging words that they give us, we wouldn't be where we are today because of them. I think everything is just kind of stay tuned yeah, and see what we have coming next year way because that's kind of what happens. We'll, somebody will post it out there or we'll post it out there and bam, let's make it happen. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and again, yeah. that's part of being a small business, right? Like, or not small, a family owned business yeah. is that you're able to uh, jump on certain uh, uh, situations, um, you know, at the moment. Uh, whereas with somebody, a bigger chain is like, well, we got to run it by so-and-so and, you know, it's right. going to take a while. And, and so, uh, and I think that's, that's the key thing. And uh, we were just talking the other day. I said, you know, there's lots of big corporations, big businesses, or they've got these board members with the money, with this and that. I says, no, yeah. you know what? I go, we're different. I go, we do what we can when we can. Yeah. And we pull it together because of the community, not because somebody's going to donate 10,000 to go do this 5,000 for this. But when you give your time and your resources, that's why I get such a big smile yeah. because I look at him and I said, together we did this. The average neighbor down the street, the person over there, we all did this together. And that's what's just so yeah, cool. That sheriff event we had here was, I, I, it, it I was, was blown huge. away. I mean, yeah. I was, I couldn't believe it. When you get good people together, hard workers, uh, the van for Brianna, the van for Brianna, what that brought in, this place was jam-packed. We, we held that on a Monday, the day we were closed, so they can have a private event to raise money. And it's just overwhelming through word of mouth, yeah. through next door. And someone will post it on a story, then I'll share it on our story, and it goes from there. Awesome. The well, boy with the bike. He got his bike stolen at the quad. We found out about that, and we were just on social media looking, and I see this kid. He just he just got a bike. Yeah. He he got the bike because he's overweight. He's trying to lose weight. He's down the Greenway Trail doing his rich. And I think the third day he gets his bike stolen. Oh. Like oh no no no, we're gonna we're gonna get this. Then you know, friends, customers chipped in. We get the kid a bike. So cool. We got him down here for lunch. Surprised him with it. I mean that's fun stuff to me. Yeah. Even the little things like that is fun. Yeah yeah. Nick, we'll be in a in a restaurant somewhere. And this is, I get a kick out of this. There'll be a nice family there. And look at it. I said, look at that. Look at that nice family, Deb. It's like a good father. Look at the, we buy their dinner anonymously. And we're just yeah. going to sit there and they just like, they don't know what to do. They're going, what? What? They're looking at the waitress. Yeah. He's no, your dinner's been covered. And that's fun for me. Yeah. What, what, what drives you guys? I mean, what is it? Did you guys have an experience early on that like, you're like, you know what? This really kind of motivated me or pushed me to 
to you know become who I am uh, and then what drives you because again it's it's a lot of time and a lot of effort and uh, and some people yeah. would just quit <laughs> yeah no there were, there were times we wanted to quit remember yeah so we were yeah. we, we just I mean it was it was hard and financially it was scary mm-hmm. too we didn't know where we were headed everything was it was hard I think we opened up during the uh Recession. Recession. You know, the housing recession in 2006, oh, man, It hit like a year after we opened. Like, yeah. Oh, shoot. I almost said a word I shouldn't have again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, though, too, we were both raised. I know I, I was raised, um, example, my parents. Um, I can remember being little and somebody was cold and my dad gave the man his jacket. I remember that clearly. We were out on Alvera Street. Um, done that. Um, he's gotten a family meals before at Shakey's when we were little growing up. I've seen him do that. And we don't have much. We didn't have much. But he always did that. Um, even to this day, there was a story of something happened at work. And they wanted to pay him. And my dad said, just bring me tamales. Don't pay me. And this is fairly recent that he did this. So... We kind of grew up, you know, we have clothes on our back. We have a place to sleep. Um, we're lucky to have this business to provide for others and for ourselves. So we try to help out and give. Yeah. That's it. No, again, awesome. Thank you guys for doing that. Um, with uh, with that said, we'll get into the Whittier questions, and then uh, we'll wrap up. I know you guys you guys answered the uh, the uh, your go-to but uh, I'll go individually just to see uh, if you guys have anything different. Play that game. <laughs> Hit your button. Yeah. Right. Don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> so if if you're not having dinner here, you're not eating here. What is your go-to meal? I know you said Rick's, but it, like, is that your go-to meal if you're not here? Or drink if you have a, a favorite drink or. Or adult beverage or something like that that you say you in don't Whittier. Like? In Whittier, yeah. I, I, oh, actually, I'll that's, go. That's no, I'll go. Yeah. no, no, let's just stick to Whittier. Okay, but this is what's up Whittier. <laughs> I like Silver Palace. Silver Palace. Silver Palace. I have not been there yet. They make a good black pepper steak. Love okay. that thing. What else? That's what else right. That's what you go. You always do your Silver Palace. I like with my taco from Rick's. Rick's taco. It's my taco. I love that taco. The hard shell taco. No, we can't say Ambrose anymore. And Ambrose then isn't I love there. eggplant parmesan. From where? I'll get that one from um, Olive Garden. Interesting. Because they're open later. It's on the way home. Yeah. So we'll go. But I love eggplant. Yeah. I'm saying Rick's is what we do when we yeah. drive through. Our and then I love the the at flights the tacos. The, the mini tacos. Yeah, 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 I love those. I love tacos. Yeah. <laughs> bacon wrap but that, and the, Oh, yeah, cool. the bacon wrap dates. Those are good. Oh, those are, yeah, yeah. Jay's my buddy. Yeah. Um, and martini. Okay. I love martinis. Martinis and a beer. A beer. Do you have a go-to place where you they have a, a server really good martini or? or? Oh, but not in Whittier. No, no, it's been a while. Well, in, it's, it's so where would you go for a good martini? I Do would go... Place? It, it's please. a secret. Uh oh. <laughs> it's a secret. Tro- Troy's uh, man cave. It's somewhere. our secret little getaway. <laughs> I'll have my martini. Other than that, usually if we go to flights, I'll just have my beer. Okay. I, I love beer. Nice. I, I will. I'll just go to flights and have a beer. Cool. That's really it. In my drinking days, I'm I was simple. a tequila guy. Yes. Now I don't drink much <laughs> at uh, all. Roy Rogers. Anymore. You and your Roy Rogers. <laughs> Yellow lover Rogers. What's one? Um, if, if there's something missing here in Whittier, what would that be? Like something that you guys drive out for or leave town for that you wish it would be here? Actually, on that question, for me, it, it's not about us, but I think we need more things for kids here in Whittier. We don't have yes. Skateland anymore. Um, batting cages. We have one movie theater in Uptown. We used to have one on this side of town. Yeah, batting cages. A miniature golf would bowling be Bowling so alley. Cool. We don't have a bowling, bowling alley anymore. Yeah. Um, we got a little skate park, but it is tiny. Yeah. It's not big enough. We don't um, even have a sky zone here. I mean, yeah. we need some fun stuff. We don't have enough parks. Um, athletic fields. Okay. So I would go towards the kids. 
which doesn't really affect me at my age now. But yeah, bowling though, I miss bowling. But we had so we much when bowl. we were a kid here in Whittier. There was so much we could do. And, 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 and again, as as a kid, and when I say kid, you're talking about teenager, right? Like mm-hmm. we were able to wander. We were able uh, to ride skateboards in yeah. Uptown. Now you can't even ride skateboards <laughs> <Yes>. in Uptown. <laughs> You can't even it's ride your bike. Even if you lock your bike, you can't yeah. lock it. It gets uh, stolen. Yeah, yeah. You, oh. you can't. No, I, to- I totally agree. Um, what's one fond memory you guys have of Whittier growing up? Skateland. We were just talking about that. With Skateland was kind of cool. Skateland was fun. For me, it was Ambrose Pizza and the yes. Asteroids Machine. The machines yeah. walking up. Helen's. Remember Helen's? Helen's. Burritos yeah, right there across from 7-Eleven. Shermer's. We used to go to Shermer's for lunch outside of Whittier, Whittier High, just across the field. Wow. That's but right. you can go Hinshaw's. places. You can do things. Was... The Easter brunch at Hinshaw's. So you guys are bringing up all these places that I don't, I've never had an opportunity or a chance to remain oh, no. with you, other than Ambrose. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ambrose is probably the the only thing I've. I've Mr. Uh, Sandwich. Mr. Sandwich. Okay. That's They've right. been there forever. Mr. Sandwich. Yeah. Um, um, Los Portales. I miss oh. that. We would go in there so many days. That was our date Los night. Los Portales. Where was, was that at? That was where the, right the steakhouse is now. What's it called? Oh, steakhouse. I forgot the name of it. There's a steakhouse in that Across building right now. Across from Chase Bank. We're across from oh, the Mars, yes, yes, Farmer's yes. Market. Oh, uh, Nixon. Is it Nixon? Yes. Steakhouse? Okay, that's, yeah. where, that's where Los Portales was. Okay. Yeah. okay. I remember the family, everything. And then El Patio. Yeah. It was yes. El Patio. And yeah. Or Sage. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys seen the landscape change. I mean, you guys yeah. obviously talk about places that, yeah, that even, are no longer here. Even but. before Rocky Cola was Rocky Cola, and it was the drugstore. Really? So you guys remember going in there? Oh, and yeah. Then? Movie theater at, the, uh, at Whitwood? It That's had a balcony right. back in Fer- the day. Farrell's. Farrell's was there. That's right. Broadway. That's right. Oh, the indoor mall. When Whitwood was indoor mall, yeah, yeah. actually our son was the baby picture and the model inside the mall. No way. I remember That's that. Funny. That's funny. Man, so you've seen that, again, everything change. And you're right. You know, one of those things that we frequently hear about what's missing is that, is um, having these places that as a teenager or, or as a kid growing up, uh, mm-hmm. these are these experiences of a hometown experience, you know? They don't have that. I, I I was talking about a week ago. What I miss is the tank all the way up Greenleaf, that hiking trail. Mm-hmm. The big water tank used yep. to have a big W on it. Really? 1976, the Centennial, they had painted it. I'm going, even right now, why can't they paint a W on that? So many people come to this town to take that hiking trail Let's put the W. Let's be proud. Let's show Whittier. Let's make our mark. Let's let it be seen. I mean, stuff like that. You remember that as a kid driving. There's the W tank. There's was so much, but I, you know, I've never heard anybody uh, mention that. Which you know, it, it makes right. It's like common sense. Why not do it? Right? Like somebody makes a comment. Whittier is on the move. Okay. I think Whitt- we're moving in a different direction. <laughs> well, there she goes. <laughs> no, the thing is, exactly. You talk to people that right. have seen the change, and don't things always end up reverting to back the way they used to be? That yeah. brings some of that old and incorporated yeah. into the new, yeah. because it worked. If something's broken, why fix it? Well, there's things back then. Why aren't we fixing what worked? Yeah. You know, um, let's get let's get people out there walking again together as a group so that we know there's more eyes let's let's start things together let's let's get that w up there let's be proud let's show whittier let's you know let's make a mark but troy's like oh man we have a long list we have a long list now we got to add one more paint a w on that the list is long already but there's some things (laughs) that that, that, that we we didn't want to go there today i miss i miss central park there's so much i missed um I mean, Central Park is the cutest little park that looks like it could be from a Hallmark movie. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more we can do with it. On um, Fourth of July, let's get together. Let's yeah. do community picnics. Let's. I miss that stuff. I miss field trips from school, Hoover, walking to Uptown just to look at the stained glass on whatever churches there are. Yeah. We have such gems in Whittier, but they're getting squashed because they're getting removed. Things are getting built that our hills are getting covered now. There's so much buildings going up, it's covering our hills. And that's what made Whittier. Yeah, Whittier Hills, right? I mean, mean, I I think it was the Bailey House. Mm -hmm. 
years and years. They would drive way down to downtown L.A., and he would find his way home so that he can see the laundry hanging. Yep. How could you do that now? Yeah, no. I, I mean, everything's getting covered. Yeah. And it's taken away. And again, it goes back to me growing up too. I mean, Skateline was a big one. Uh, going to Uptown, uh, Rocky Colas. Um, I mean, just different little places that were there for a teenager. Uh, I was actually older, but um, an older teenager, right? Uh, but being able to still hang out. A yeah. place for me to go that we was close that. to home uh, without having to drive too far. So, um, yeah, I mean, I totally agree in terms of what you're talking about. Um but again, I think we could go on forever with with everything that oh, we Oh yeah, that's needed. another that's another podcast. <laughs> part two, we'll, we'll get a part two next year when uh, you guys are, are uh, you know somewhat back to normal and everything that's going on, and uh, you know we'll see what the changes are. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. For those that are listening, uh, can you guys tell us uh, your physical location? And uh, if you guys have any like social media uh, that you guys want people to follow or. or What's the best way to uh, order and, and kind of uh, uh, your your um, your hours and days? Um, well, we're Orchards Barbecue and Grill, and we're one six two one four Whittier Boulevard. We're on First Avenue and Whittier Boulevard, mm-hmm. and we do have an Instagram, which is um, at Orchards Barbecue and Grill, and we've had that for maybe three or four years. Um, we're not that great at social media. We had to learn. And we have yeah, a face. Still We're still learning. Yeah. We have a Facebook also. Um, I do encourage you to look at our website, which is Orchards Barbecue and Grill, and sign up on our email list. And then you can get some of our specials, some of our hours, or just kind of see what um, we've got going on. If we have different events, that's how we shout it out. Um, but then again, we still like to see you in here, and we just kind of talk and share. Um, other than that, we hope to see you here. Try one of our fresh ground burgers or Troy's veggie salad. <laughs> and, um, that's really it. And what are your hours? Our hours are Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 6. We are closed on Mondays, Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 6. And after the first of the year, we'll go later and later and later until we're back to normal, um, closing at 9 o'clock at night. When the beer and wine com- comes back to Orchards. And again, people could come in just to buy, uh, obviously, products to, to go and, and make at home, or they could enjoy here uh, on site, right? Yeah, and yes. you're welcome to call if you have um, a large party, and then we'll set some tables aside for you. Very cool. Again, thank you guys for coming on. Thank uh, it you. It was a pleasure having you, and uh, we'll have to look out for part number two where we start getting into more uh, woodier stuff because you guys are a uh, walking history book of uh, Whittier. So, uh, again, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's been fun. Thanks. Appreciate it. My first podcast. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> See you later, Whittier. Take care, Whittier.